Hey everybody, welcome back to another wonderful week of the Apple Circle Podcast. This is just this is the show. Wow, I can't even get through the intro before slipping up. The show that is not canceled. Yeah, I think I'm just afraid that we're gonna get canceled like air power. Maybe that's what it is, but we're still here. We're uh, we're still checking along and we are back on a schedule. I think Wednesdays are gonna be the days we record and then these podcasts will get out in the latter part of the week. But I'm back. Robert Rosenfeld here, joined by Matt Gonzalez, Jesse Ortiz. Hello. 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 Here to talk about wonderful Apple news. And I guess, guys, there's no beating around the bush. There's no trying to bury the lead. Air power is dead. Yeah, this play is... Play the this sad is, music. Which is <laughs> Yeah, let surprising. the violin play. Uh, it's not so much that it's not surprising. It's, it is kind of surprising that they just canceled it altogether. Whether like whether or not it was just whether or not it was going to come out the way Apple said it was going to come out, that was not surprising. But they haven't canceled like straight up canceled a product in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I so can't this, think of the last weird. the last one they like. I was doing some research and I was forgot what article, but I can't remember the last one they really. When was the last time Apple really like just flat out canceled a project? There's been a lot of late products. Yeah, but the last time they canceled something, I think it was like. Like what, twenty years ago or something? Yeah, yeah, like when the uh, the not good Apple years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is pretty bad. I mean, we can get into you know the reaction and the rumors about why it was canceled and everything, but I think just to admit that Apple canceled a product, this is not good. Uh, and I guess out of all the products, AirPower was very loved by some. There was a lot of enthusiastic potential buyers. But I don't know, maybe this was the one that if it wasn't going to happen, it's better than them missing an iPhone or a new computer. Right. Maybe this is the one that just had to get the axe. But let's talk about, before we get into, you know, the reperc- repercussions, <laughs> what, what happened? So uh, What happened, Matt? Yeah, so, I mean, AirPower has been announced for like two years now. So yeah. it's been anticipation to see... When is this going to come out? And last week there was this string of announcements of products, one a day, and we're like everyone was sure like Friday it's going to be the day they just announced Air AirPods two, uh, iPads, iMacs. The the new AirPower is finally going to come out, but instead they just canceled it. But so basically what happened was a few months ago we got reports that there was basically major issues with AirPower. Um, the idea is it was basically just overheating. It wasn't able to handle the power delivery that Apple wanted to give it. Um, and that was kind of all the details that we got at the time, but now that it's officially canceled, we kind of heard a little bit more. And basically what happened was, as far as I understand, Apple kind of bought or had these patents or engineering ideas to make this air power device, but it never actually worked. And in kind of Apple fashion, they're like, uh, you know, we can probably make this work by the time we want to ship. So let's just go ahead and announce it and we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Of course, we're going to figure it out. Um, usually that actually does happen. They figure it out and it comes out. Maybe it's not the way it should be, or maybe it's missing something, but usually it actually does come out this time. It didn't, but the problem came with how they were trying to, charge multiple devices so the, the idea is you just kind of throw a few products onto this little mat and it'll charge it you don't really have to think about it because with current charging mats you kind of have to place the phone or your watch or your 
AirPods now in a certain place for it to charge. But this mm -hmm. was supposed to kind of help that and make that whole process a lot easier. And the way that Apple is going to do it, and when we finally learned this, it was like, oh, okay, that's why it didn't work. Is because instead of using one coil or two or three coils for each different spot, well, I guess I should kind of back up and like kind of explain what that means. So this uses a standard called Qi, which is how you do wireless charging. And it uses this coil to inductively send power to your phone. So that's why you could just place it down on this little mat and it'll start charging. It usually has some issues like it's a little slower. It gives off heat like like we just learned. And um, you, like I said, you have to place it in the right spot. So that's like what Qi does. This was kind of trying to take Qi to the next level. So the way they were going to do that, instead of using one coil, they were going to use like 30 different coils placed all into this little tiny mat. And, and that just, it just didn't work. What's sad is that Apple themselves at the time, and I think these are like Phil Schiller's famous last words, said, technology doesn't really allow for this to happen right now, but, you know, we're going to make it work. And ouch, yeah. Yeah. that came back to really bite them. And I mean, if you look at like the figures, like I'm looking like 9to5Mac has them posted, like there's like 30 coils or like they estimate like 21 to 24 different coils underneath um, this air power mat, uh, a varying degree of size. And the concept would have been really cool, but like technically to try to pull this off, you have to give the right device, the right current at the right time, no matter where it is on the mat with two other simultaneous devices also on there at the same time. I mean, you could have had three iPhones on there, three Apple watches, three AirPods, a mixture of all three. Like that just like mathematically and on an, a hardware engineering wise, that must've been such a complicated thing. And it's just, it's surprising that they would even announce it if they weren't sure they could do it. Do you think at one point, do you guys think they were confident they actually could pull it off? I mean, so, I think it's obvious that they uh, thought they could just because, I mean, even with the AirPods 2 and then the, uh, the Apple, the wireless charging case for the AirPods, they still have the AirPower pictured on the box for them. Like, they were super, like, I think optimistic they were getting this thing out. Right, when yeah, I we saw with the iPhone XR when that came out, or the 10 and 10R, 10S and 10R, it had the... Uh, the air power branding in the little pamphlet on the inside and we're like oh okay i guess it actually is coming yeah. and then it never came and then now with the those like you said the airpods we got to see it again just days before <laughs> it's canceled i mean and the conspiracy theory for all this is that like airpods 2 were supposed to come out in 2018 that's why they had the copyright date on there that's why the air power uh air power mat was on there and i guess even if those came out so those would have probably come out with the 10R and the 10S Max. So maybe that's why all of these references were found. We still don't know why AirPods 2, we'll get to this a little later, why they were so late, why they didn't come until just last week. But do you guys believe that rumor that AirPods 2 were going to come out with the 10S and 10S Max uh, and 10R and AirPower was going to join them? That's why we're seeing all these weird late references? Yeah, I, I think so. I think that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the question will be in like, let's say, three months, are these AirPods cases still going to have that on there? Mm, that's a question. Because something we haven't actually checked, like if you go buy a 10R right now, does it still say Air, Air Power in the little pamphlet? We should probably check that. That's kind of we interesting. Should, well, I feel, 
I feel like it's one of those things where they produced X number of these. So probably someone has gone in the documentation, pulled that stuff out. And for the new set of boxes and pamphlets with this new batch, I'm going to guess you're right, Matt. And it's probably not going to be on there. Right. I would expect so. And if it's not, then that means they just had these sitting around and it just didn't work out. Right. So, well, I mean, that's kind of the, the thing with Air, AirPods too. Like when they announced the wireless charging case, they announced it alongside AirPower 2 and that didn't come out until last week. So it's like that didn't really have any technical difficulties with it that we know of. So it seems like they were just waiting for AirPower to come out so they could ship it alongside. Like they announced it alongside. It makes sense to have your wireless charging case come alongside a wireless charger. Um, but like you said, we, we're hearing that those AirPods were supposed to have come out last year, especially because in the video of what what keynote was it? I can't remember exactly. But one of the was it WWDC last year? WWDC. Yep, that's what it was. Um, the beginning video had a girl running around and she was like doing hey siri with with airpods in her ear which is something you couldn't do and that's like the one new feature of airpods too so it's like obvious that that was something they were planning and probably wanted to announce back then it was just like such a crazy it's funny that out of all the things that could go wrong it's for a stupid little wireless charging mat (laughs) And, and although let me ask this question to both of you because I think that even on this podcast, I have been the most pessimistic about uh, air power. Like I've always pretty much said that I don't believe it's ever going to come out. Like I've never, I feel like I've always sat in that camp. Is it being canceled a surprise to you? Or is it like, you kind of see in the same boat of like, mm, I really expected it to not ever come out. I'll let Matt feel this one first. Uh, I'm, I actually did expect it to come out, but see, the, here's the thing. Like, I think uh, most people, when it was, when before Apple talked about like what it does, was ju- we're just assuming like, oh, you can charge three things on this thing, and there had been like multiple like Chinese knockoff air power kind of things that work just fine with three different coils built in. But for me personally, like always in the back of my head, I was like, there's no way that it's taking this long, and that's all it does. Like it has to do something else that is causing them issues. Like I know there were, were, there was word of software issues. Apparently it runs some version of iOS that they were like having problems with. So like I knew it did something more. Otherwise, why would it be delayed? I didn't expect them to cancel it though. But now looking back at, at like what it, what it was supposed to do and, and kind of like the features of it, I'm actually kind of glad that they canceled it and didn't just release some crappy like, oh, it charges three things like every other wireless charger in the world. I'd rather them do that, honestly, than just kind of, eh, here's another wireless charger that costs 150 bucks. I don't know how you guys feel about that, though. I mean, I guess if you go back, like all the signs pointed to trouble because even when they showed it off at that original iPhone X keynote, I mean, I, I saw like the CNET video, like you can see the dummy air power yeah. mat sitting there and not even charging anything. So like that was probably like an indication that maybe it didn't work. But I think that like what we said in the beginning, like Apple hasn't canceled a product in 20 years or whatever the figure is. Who could have imagined that? Yeah, they maybe had some issues trying to get it to market, but to cancel something meant seriously, they probably exhausted all their efforts. And the statement to TechCrunch from Apple said that it just couldn't meet like their quality standards or, you know, the standards of 
what their products were. And like Matt said, it's probably better that they canceled it rather than deliver some half-baked thing that didn't really do everything it promised or it could only do X thing or something else or, you know, worse than that, do something like a Samsung Note 7 fiasco <laughs> and have it start, you know, overheating and the bad PR just probably wasn't worth it at the end. I'm sure there was some version of air power at Apple Park that worked in some capacity, yeah. but they just couldn't get it working to where they could release it to the public. So this is probably, but I, like I Matt, I, I fully expected it to come out. I didn't know when it was going to come out, but it was going to. But I think that at this point, we're, we're approaching two years since the announcement. This is, I think, the, by far the most delayed Apple product ever. Uh, this is bad. I was going back where we're doing a video on the John channel coming up on this whole idea of Apple and delaying products and pre-announcing. And I was going through the list of ones. And this is, besides, I think the iPhone, what the white iPhone 4, which was almost a year delayed, this one's pretty bad. This is, I think, but this one takes the cake, I think, as the, uh, the worst one. Yeah. And then we had the HomePod, which was super late. Um, well, maybe not super late, but it was definitely late. What, there's other things that were I have late. the notes right here. So we have, so you have, uh, here's a spoiler for the video. HomePod <laughs> showed off at WWDC 2017. They said it would be available in December, but it was not released until February 2018. So it was a couple uh, months late. That's not too bad. You had AirPods announced with the iPhone, sem, uh, iPhone 7 in September of 2016. It was supposed to come available uh, shortly after that in October, but they were delayed until December. So a couple months there. Um, you had group FaceTime showed off at WWDC. So it's to come in the fall of iOS 12, did not come until the end of October. So that was about a month, almost two months late. Um, like I said, the white iPhone 4, that was delayed 10 months. Remember, due to remember the weird issues they had with the color. And then another one that was kind of in there, but maybe not, was the Mac Pro. Technically not late. They had a sneak peek at WWDC in 2013. That was in June. They said coming later this year, it was released December 19th. So just... Yeah. <laughs> right before the uh, the timeline there, they got that Technically in. Technically not late, but. <laughs> right. And I mean, we, right we, there's the a edge. whole discussion. There's a whole discussion we could have here about is Apple pre-announcing like, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this like a bet that's going to pay off? You know, all the stuff we saw last week um, with Apple News, uh, not Apple News Plus, but Apple TV Plus and Apple Arcade, all these big grandiose announcements for stuff that's not coming until the fall. I mean, I get both sides of the story. I get they got to drum up interest, but also at the same time, it's like, why are you announcing stuff this early? See, by the same time is that if this was any other company, it'd be fine. It's the fact that Apple has like gotten the entire public used to the fact that when they announce something, it comes out like within a month. Right. You know, like, right. here's the iPhone. This is the new iPhone. You can pre-order today and it'll ship in two weeks. They have always done that. Right. And, but all, every other company, you know, mobile company other does not do that. Like, here's our new phone. It'll ship at some point in the future when it's done. Like, they've always done that so that when they do announce something and it gets delayed, we don't know it's getting delayed because they never gave us a release date, you know? But now you have right. them doing things like this. It, like, the show, the Showtime event, if it wasn't from Apple, if it was Samsung uh, saying, we're going to do a TV service, nobody would have gotten weird when it says releases in the fall, right? But because Apple's always like, oh, in two weeks... Or the fact that like even Apple News Plus came out the same day, they're like, but everything else in this announcement does not come out to some point in the fall. With no other info, it just seems weird at that point. And it's just going against what they've like established as how they do their keynotes. And it's almost like, okay, so what are they going to do? Are they going to keep pre-announcing things a year in advance? Or are they going to 
continue to announce things two weeks before they release the public. You know, like what's what's the Apple way now? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, this is not something new that they've been doing. Like this it's kind of total spoiler for the video, but like whatever. Let's just talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, this is nothing new for Apple. They've they've always done this. The problem now is that it's catching up to them, and that now we know that this is what they do. Um, so, for instance, I like the mo- probably the most famous one is the original iPhone. This was something that barely worked on stage. Like there was people backstage freaking out over what Steve Jobs was going to do on that phone. Like if he didn't follow the perfect path that they had set out in that software, it could have crashed at any moment. Like the, they apparently he had like different phones for each different section so that it could only load this one part so that he would then move on to the next phone and nothing would go wrong. Like that in itself, like if you knew that that's what that iPhone was doing at the time, people would be like, Oh, this is never going to work. Or, or like it's never coming out for like another few years at least. But it came out on time for the most part. I mean, it, it worked. And I'm sure for most of the products that they do, that's kind of how it is. I mean, obviously, the biggest one that they always pre-announce is at WWDC. They always announce the software and then it doesn't come out till the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like they do this a lot. It's just now it's see, it seems now that it's catching up to them. and and it's like it's it's not helping them at this point it's making it seem like they're always late rather than they're always ahead which it kind of felt like before uh, before they would announce something and we'd be like wow that's cool and it might not have worked yet quite all the way but at, when they announced it it seemed like the future and like it got here and you're like wow this is cool but now they announce something and it takes forever to come out and you're like oh well there's competition for this already like everyone else already has this kind of thing it's like mm-hmm. catching up to them can I just say that the story Matt told about the iPhone, that is a fascinating story that we have in this video that are, it was, it's not anything new. I think it came out like 2013. It was like two years after Jobs died. Like it was one of the big magazines. I think it was like New York Times or some, some news publication published a story. But just a quick fun fact, like Matt said, when the original iPhone launched, Steve Jobs had to demo things in a certain way and in a certain order and had to do like very specific minute things in one order before another or the phone would totally crash. And some interesting things from that report, they said that, I I didn't even know this, um, the phone had uh, five bars of service hard-coded into it (laughs) that AT&T brought a cell tower on site, but it still was hard-coded to show five bars. It also had a masked Wi-Fi network that was unavailable to anyone else in the room, so it would have, you know, be able to load things fine. And it was called, like, the golden path, that he had to do things in a certain way to get this thing working, while, you know, in reality, the phone barely worked. But there's something to be said about Apple announced that in January. By June, they, they promised, I was watching the keynote this morning, they promised it would be available in June. Later, that date was set for, I believe, June 29th? Something like that, June 29th, it came and the phone was out there. And I know that one of the arguments to all of this is, well, you know, they need to pre-announce things because of FCC disclosures and the fact that once they, you know, file these for the FCC, it becomes public. And like, I get that. Um, We've seen it with the original iPhone. We saw it with the iPad, the Apple Watch. Like Apple pre-announces things because they do have to submit it to regulatory agencies in different countries. And that's where a lot of these leaks happen. And I get that. But I think more and more Apple is pre-announcing 
stuff that doesn't need any sort of verification like Apple TV Plus. It's their own content living on their own platform. It's just really weird to see announced super early. And I heard there were some reports from people and rumors that, well, Apple's doing this because they kind of want to feel out what the response is. So if there's a response from one group of people that isn't good, that we can really try to, you know, hone it in so it's safe and family friendly and everyone's going to love it. But it, I don't know, it just feels weird that more and more of these things are not for the sake of developers or not for the sake of regulatory agencies. It's just because they're maybe feeling the pressure and feel like they need to get out ahead and announce something even though it's not really ready. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it does feel like Apple's feeling the pressure now. Like before, before it was frustrating that they wouldn't do certain things, but it was kind of like, that's just the Apple way. Like if you don't like it, it will screw you kind of thing. And now it feels like they are scared almost. Like they, they feel like they need to be on top of everything, which on one hand is good because then they do more stuff. But on the other hand, it feels like that the quality of that stuff isn't necessarily as good. Like they're forcing themselves to do stuff. And then they do other stuff that's just kind of weird. Like I'm sure they have some grand master plan for this Apple card, but it doesn't seem like they needed to do that. Like not at all. There's a lot of other stuff that I think most people would have rather them do. Like how about we see that Mac pro, even though obviously like this is a massive company and the people that work on Apple card have absolutely nothing to do with the people that work on the Mac pro. But like from a, from outside perspective, it feels like they could be focusing on other stuff. And then when you see air power get canceled, then that's when it's like even more obvious, like what's going on here. Do you think that kind of what you just said, like your point about Apple feeling the pressure to be more on top of, I guess, like what is current technology versus before? Do you think that's a good or bad thing though? Cause I almost feel like, I mean, I think majority of people got accustomed to the fact of like, yeah, a bunch of Android phones will have this feature way before the iPhone. Uh, because how Apple does th does things, they don't release it till in their mind it's perfect, you know. And I don't think that's a horrible thing. Yeah, it can get annoying because like I really want this on the iPhone or whatever or on the Mac, but it's not going to come for like another two years. But at least when you know that when it does come, it works perfect. Like, I almost like that's the better camp to live in. So, do you think them trying to accelerate that movement is that a good or a bad thing for them? I think it's it's oh well. I would say it's like a good thing if they were doing it great, but it seems like they're yeah. not. So and then I'm going to say it's a bad thing because it's obviously not working perfectly or even really that well. I mean, I know people like to say Apple's on the decline and whatever, and I don't think that's true at all. I mean, you look at their products and f for the most part, they're all really good and they're very solid. Yeah, they're expensive, but whatever, like same old story. Um, but like the products themselves, once they are out, seem like they're they're good they're fine it's just it just seems like they're doing so much now it's kind of that old steve jobs thing when he came back in what was that 97 and apple then had like a bajillion products and he's like no we're just gonna cancel everything we're gonna have four different things that we do and then it almost feels like we're getting back to the point where it's like oh maybe we should do this oh maybe we should do that oh maybe we should do that and none of it well, I'm not going to say none of it because a lot of it is very good, but I could see a point where some of it just is going to be half-baked. It feels like they could really slim down this product line. Yeah. And I, and I get the idea that when Apple usually does something, they're not the first to do it, but they usually do it really well. But I feel like there are some things that they're doing that just 
aren't exceptional and they aren't needed and they're just kind of eh. It's like, I don't know, it's like Apple News Plus. Cool idea, cool texture. I'm sure there's a market for it, but I don't know how absolutely necessary that was. I get from like a dollar standpoint, like that's good money for them. But it was interesting. Did you guys see, or if you haven't seen, guess how many subscribers they got within the first 48 hours of uh, it launching? 12. Yeah, I saw that. No, it was like (laughs) 200,000, right? Right. Which, first off, there's two sides of this. Good on Apple News Plus because you did actually have to like update your iOS device yeah. to you know whatever it was, 12.2 to get this. So that means at least 200,000 people updated to that. Um, and this was apparently, this was more subscribers than Texture, the app that Apple bought, had at its peak. <laughs> but this is a wow. little bit deceiving because wow. uh, this is a free 30-day yeah, trial. Exactly. It's free. Though I, I have been seeing some reports from people that say that, you know how usually you like you can sign up for a trial of whatever it is through your iOS account, and then you can cancel, but you still have access to it for however many days until the billing uh-huh. cycle ends yeah. on that. Apparently, if Apple News Plus, if you sign up for the trial and then cancel it, it revokes your access to use it. Mm. So I don't know how many people are actually like still going through with this, but it's, here's just a kind of a PSA. If you did sign up for this and you're just kind of like going through the 30-day trial, be sure you cancel because apparently you can't cancel ahead of time. So you got to mark your calendars, set a reminder, let Siri kind of nudge you in the right direction. But (laughs) if you don't want it, don't spend the 10 bucks a month. You got to remember to cancel that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, have you signed up for it? I haven't signed up for it because I haven't updated my iPad and I don't want to sign up on my phone because I don't care about magazines on my phone. Even though it's right. the same thing, but I like don't want to waste my free month. No, this is this might sound like a dumb question, but is it free for a month for whenever you start, or is it free for the first month? Like since it's I been think announced. it's free first free month, so I think it's when you start you get a free thirty okay. days. That, that's that makes the most sense. I was just wasn't sure. Right, and I haven't. I, and to answer your question, Matt, I have. N- rarely ever open the news app on my iPhone and I have yet to open it since I updated the phone. So I, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, there, there obviously is a market for this. Like there is a good amount of people obviously that like would do this. That's why Apple acquired the company, but it's just like one of those things like, did Apple really need to get into this? I mean, I guess it's not a hardware thing. Like there's probably not a massive amount of resource at Apple to support this, but it's one of those things like with the Apple credit card, it's like, it's cool, but did you really need to get in this? This just kind of seems like another thing that like is, you know, when you add all the pieces together, slowing down this massive machine that moves Apple forward. Because whatever the amount of resources are that are supporting this, big or not, it's still taking away from something else. And then you see, you see like the iPad mini 5, which I don't think we've talked about yet, but like, it's fine, you know, it's cool, whatever. It's got a few little updates in it, but it's like, when you look at the iPad line now, you have the iPad, the iPad mini, the iPad Air, the iPad Pro, the big iPad Pro. <laughs> and then you can look at the Mac line. You've got the MacBook, the MacBook Air, the MacBook Pro, the MacBook Pro, a little bit more Pro. And you have the big MacBook Pro. And then you look at the iMacs. It's like the same thing. Like every line has a, a million different SKUs and like and different ones that you could get. And it almost feels like we're getting to the point where you could feel it. Like you could feel Apple struggling a little bit with that. Even even just even just for the announcements. Like not even necessarily for how good the products are, but like like their scheduling is so 
crazy right now. Like they don't have time to talk about all these different things. I mean, like it, I think it shows the the during the week leading up to the Showtime event, there was like a new product announced every day <laughs> because like yeah, we're not going to. Because they had stage. nowhere else. We have yeah, no they had nowhere else to put it. Yeah, it's interesting though. Yeah, well, I mean, it, Air Power, R.I.P. I I hope I hope they do something with it. Like it's the technology is cool, and I think at some point it will be possible. And I I hope Apple does something to like help me charge these things that I have because now wireless charging is life, right? I'm not going back, so uh, <laughs> I need a way to charge all these things without plugging them in because that's old school, and I don't want to do that anymore. So. Yeah, I'll gladly that, I'll play it. That Nomad Matt Power Matter, whatever it's called. Yeah, I actually have that already. <laughs> See, the, damn! Look at you. Look I should probably you. Just use that. Yeah, it's yeah, a good idea. Speaking of things, speaking of things to charge, Matt, you are the only one. Oh, sure. In this group of three that have bought the new pair of AirPods Two, came out last week. You've had a couple days to play around with them. What are your initial thoughts? Are they worth the upgrade price? Uh, for me, yes, because I love the wire. The wireless charging is the one thing I was waiting for. Um, I didn't. I bought AirPods too. I didn't just buy the upgraded case, which um, probably if you already own the first AirPods, unless you're having an issue with them, I would probably just get the upgraded case. It's like an extra eighty bucks, and then you've got the wireless charging case, and you'll also have a new battery in there, which will give you even more battery life just because of the age of the battery. Um, but I'm I'm happy with them. I. I don't notice a huge difference. There was a lot of, there's a ton of reports online like they sound better. No, they don't sound better. Compared to my first AirPods, they definitely sound different. Um, but I think it's just because my first AirPods were kind of getting old and yeah, were just aged. Like they didn't sound bad, but you can notice that there was a difference. And it was almost like, it almost sounded like they were aged. Like there was some this like little muffled noise. It wasn't quite as loud or like crisp. Mm-hmm. And then we put the new AirPods in. You like hear it like oh, but it more just sounded like old versus new rather than uh, like actually being better. And I love the wireless I mean, charging, like I said, and the connection is way faster. Well, I don't want to say way faster, but noticeably faster to the point where I'm like, oh, this was worth it for me. I like, I like that, especially when connecting to the Mac, which I've always had issues with. Now it works pretty much every time, so no more issues there. And then what was the last thing? Oh, the other thing that I've been forcing myself to use and is actually very helpful is Hey Siri. Uh, that's working really well. I just I haven't felt the need to upgrade, but I really I, next time uh, tomorrow when we're in the office, I want to see the pairing speed between the Mac because I know everyone says, oh, it's super fast. I, I don't know what... Like, what does that actually mean? So I really would love to see that. But I'm in the boat that I have AirPods 1, but eh, wireless charging is fine. I charge them once a week, so it's like I'm not super concerned about that. But I know that obviously when you take something, no matter how clean your ears are, you take something in and out of your ears multiple times a day for, what, at this point, like a year or two? Like, there is going to be some wear and tear on those little speakers, those little devices. So obviously there's something that, comes along with the new pair but it was a little kind of underwhelming i mean the hey siri support was nice i guess there's that new chip but no new colors no big feature no better no real better acoustic no noise isolation no waterproofing i mean well do you guys think that the rumors were true that this was 
an AirPods 2 update for 2018 and either 2019 or at this point 2020, that's going to bring the bigger update to AirPods. I mean, I think, yeah, I think so. That makes that makes perfect sense. It it has to though. Like you can't do like another minor update. Like I think in reality, like if we were to name this thing again, these are the AirPods 1S. You know, like they're not that big of an update. You know, it's pretty small. Well, I mean, Apple the, Apple themselves don't even call them AirPods too. They're yeah. just the new AirPods. So it's like. I, I could I could see them making a new uh, like new pair of AirPods for next year that are called AirPods Two because they're not waterproof. They sound better. They've got the black color or something like I could see that happening for sure. And this is just like yeah, like you said, like the S upgrade. Yeah, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Like I mean, yeah, like I mean, for you, you've had AirPods One since release, so it's been they're yep. two years old. That's I think that's a good lifetime for a pair of headphones where. You can yeah, I got my money's worth. Yeah, exactly. I think it's totally fine. And now you have wireless charging. Hey Siri, since you like you use Siri, so you are the perfect right. person for <laughs> AirPods too. Yeah. The two big exactly. updates are perfect for you. So I think it's fine. I have no problem with that. Well, and yeah, and it's like it it updated all the things that I had an issue with. Mm. So I'm like, I'm happy now. I, and then I'm sure now that it has these features, in a year I'm gonna be like, oh, I wish I had that. Oh, I wish I had that. And then then maybe that's what they'll update then. But also, it very much seems like this is the update not for people that already have AirPods. It's just like, oh, we can just make it better now, so let's just make AirPods better. But we don't expect everyone to upgrade to this. So if you're going to buy a new pair of AirPods today, then these are like, obviously you don't have a choice, but these are like the no-brainer. Yeah. Though, it is worth noting, though, price is up now. So now instead of $1.6, you are paying $200. Uh, but you do, right? It's 200 if you want the wireless charging case. You can still get the new AirPods, but without the wireless charging case for the uh, same price. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. Which is kind of weird, but if you don't want to pay that price. That I mean, it's weird. kind of a nice option, I guess, for those that want a little bit cheaper. Because still, even at the 160 price or whatever it is, it's still one of the cheaper options for completely wireless headphones, even in 2019. Especially when you consider the Powerbeats Pro that Apple announced today, yeah. those are 250 And they're like so, not as elegant at, at all. No. They're, they're still kind of cool, actually. But like, say, see, I, Jesse, I kinda, that seems like something you would like. I kind of like the look of those, actually. I was just going to say, like, design-wise, kind of look cool. I'm into it. I'm not going to buy them. Yeah, well, and, cool. well no, but I was going to say, you might actually like them because apparently they're supposed to sound like a significantly better than AirPods. And it's... It hooks over your ear, so if you, it doesn't fit into your ear, like then this should be better. It still gives you all the controls. You get the Hey Siri thing, the H1 chip. It can tell when you pull in and out of your ears. Like they're basically AirPods for people who don't want AirPods. They're so, AirPods so. Pro. With, That's what they are. Yeah, with four hours of better battery life, yep. by the way, too. Yeah. So, are like, you saying that I should just go buy these right now and test them out and just let you all know? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think yes. so. <laughs> I, I really think you would like them because you like your bows, and it, I do. It's like kind of the same idea. Yeah. I think if these sounded good to to your preference, then I think you'd be happy with those. Probably it's like gives you AirPods, but the way the way you want them. Yeah, I think my 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 biggest complaint about the Bose is their weird design. While I think looks good, it does look like when I'm wearing just one, it looks like I'm wearing like those old school Bluetooth headsets. <laughs> All right, so if if you do want another uh, alternative to AirPods in Powerbeats Pro, which are available. No, not, not they were announced. When are they announced? Or when are they available? Let's see. Let's let's Google this right here. April. Uh, yeah, it does, I think I don't think there's a date yet, but April. Anyways, I, if any of you, 
if any of you guys listening buy them, I'm super curious to hear how they sound and how they stack up. I'm sure there's going to be an AirPods versus Powerbeats Pro video, so we'll keep you updated. And if you guys pick up a pair, then let us know. Uh, so kind of wrapping up like the big topics, this is kind of a slower week with Apple. I mean, Apple kind of like shoved that air power announcement in on like Friday afternoon <laughs> when like to try to get out of the news cycle. Yeah. And this week has been fairly slow. Um, like we mentioned, there were some new iPads announced last week. Very meh. I mean, it just, I, I agree. I think we kind of mentioned before and I will kind of affirm it again there are too many iPads and the scheme of naming and features is just real and pricing is really weird. So you got the iPad mini, which, okay. You have the iPad air, you have the iPad pro and you have the regular iPad. So, which let me know. ask you guys this question really quick, because I've seen a lot of reviews for the iPads now. Uh, and the iPad Air is now being called like the iPad to buy because it has Apple Pencil support, it has smart keyboard support. I mean, it's essentially like an older iPad Pro. Uh, do you guys feel like the iPad Air is the best iPad to buy? Obviously, the Pro is 10 times better, but it's just pricing-wise, everyone's like most people would probably just want to buy the Air or should buy the Air. Do you feel like you're in agreement on that or is still a cheaper 329 iPad the better buy? In my yeah, in my opinion, you have two people going to the store. Those that just want an iPad just because they know it's easy to use and you can browse Facebook and messages and photos and they're going to get that $330 one and probably be perfectly happy with it. And then you have the people who really want to take advantage of the iPad for what the iPad can do and they're going to buy the Pro. That's why I just think the Air is just such a weird like third, third, fourth. It's just like a weird iPad to have in that lineup because I don't really know who it's targeted for. Yeah, it's got Apple Pencil support and it has like, what, a little bit of a better screen, but so what? It's like, I just, I don't know who the market is for that iPad Air. But I feel the same thing about the iPad mini. The iPad mini costs right, more that's the problem with it. than the regular iPad and it also has Apple Pencil support. I know it has the better processor, but so the better processor and a smaller screen equals more money than the regular <laughs> iPad? I, I don't yeah, get it. it's weird. I just don't understand it. Like, like the iPad line made perfect sense before. We're like, wow, this is great. Apple did such a good job. And then now it's all weird again. Same with the MacBooks. Like, it's all confusing now. Like, I understand releasing an iPad mini again, because like, there are some people that want a smaller tablet. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, I think I mean, we talked about this before. Like, it just had to be cheaper than the regular iPad. It's the price. Yeah, yeah the price is the problem. And it's weird. But it's also, it's, you have a market of people who want a smaller uh, iPad, which I get that, but then you also have the people who want a smaller phone. It's like, I get that there is an enthusiastic number of people who want a smaller device, but at what point does it make sense to actually produce a device? Granted, producing an iPad mini is way different than producing a whole new smaller iPhone, but still, I just, I, I, there must be a significant amount of people that really want that smaller iPad because... For them to go through the trouble of updating it and manufacturing these new ones is bizarre to me. I don't know. Yeah. Must be worth These it. are mysteries of Apple Inc. <laughs> the mysteries we'll never know, but we'll just debate on forever and ever. <laughs> but speaking of debating it, before we get into our, uh, our wonderful trivia questions here, I do want to give a thank you to Rode Microphones. They help us every week to power the podcast. We, there would be no Apple Circle podcast without Rode. Or if there was one, it would sound not nearly as good not nearly. and work out nearly as well. 
Uh, well, do you do want to thank Rode? We use their Rodecaster Pro, their audio board, to do all the mixing, all the sound effects. Uh, everything is fed through there. And then we have their Rode Procaster microphones that sound fantastic. You get a nice, boomy, warm sound. You sound like you're on the radio. It just makes makes our voices sound angelic. It's just, <laughs> it's great. And you put that on the shock mount and the arm. You've got like the greatest podcast setup that is there when you want it and out of the way when you don't need it. It's great. So just thank you very much to Rode Microphones for their support. You can learn more. Um, just, you know, you know Rode. Look up Rode. They got a, a thriving YouTube channel, a website. They have so much stuff, so many cool pieces of audio gear at a number of different prices. And if audio podcasts are not your jam, you want to do videos, go pick up a Rode VideoMic Pro, VideoMic Go, VideoMic Micro. We've used a bunch of different audio mics from them before for more than just podcasting. So check it out. And thank you very much to Rode Microphones for their support of the Apple Circle podcast. Thank you, Rode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty. Before we get in the trivia, though, I did want to say something really quick, and that is, this is the tenth episode of the Apple Circle Podcast. Whoa! We made the double wow. digits, boys. That's fast. I know. Who knew? Who Soon knew? we'll be at a hundred. Wow. <laughs> well, that means that's that's been ten weeks. It's actually eleven wow. weeks because we skipped one week. So we actually skipped that's... two weeks. So it's <laughs> all right. Twelve weeks. <laughs> okay. So. We're catching up. We're, yeah. we're back on. We're back on schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're on schedule. Ten, ten episodes. It's pretty crazy. Like, um, here we are. It's pretty good. We're so thanks old to now. everyone who's listening and making us want to actually keep doing this. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Let's get to trivia, then. Yeah, trivia time. All righty. <laughs> so we have an all iPad-based trivia today. Since you know, Ooh. new iPads came out, we're really confused by them. I thought, let's just do all iPad trivia. So. I'm not going to make on. guess on how many you guys are going to get right. I'm, I'm getting that wrong too many times. <laughs> so I'm going to say that at least I assume you'll understand them. So. Okay. You guys ready? Here's yep. the first one. Ready. Pretty easy. Let's do this. When did the first iPad. When was the first iPad released? Exact date? April 3rd. 2010. Yeah, April 3rd, 2010. I know. No, it was 2010? I'm pretty sure it's 2010. Wait, wait, let me do the math. 2008. Yeah, it was April 3rd, 2010. Matt, same same answer? Yeah, I'll go same answer. I know it's 2010. I think. It is (laughs) April 3rd, 2010. There you go. (laughs) Whoo! There we go. I remember I have so many fun memories and I was it was weird because on Facebook the other day, you know how like you get like those remember when you did this? Oh wait, that's today. I used to Oh is it <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Happy birthday, iPad. <laughs> See, you guys just got it. <laughs> okay. I that, that didn't I remember pop into my head until right now. Re- remember when you used to be able to like you or at least for me when I was like in middle school, my Twitter was linked to my Facebook. So everything I tweeted would go to Facebook. So I have all these great memories of all these wonderful things I tweeted. And I used to all, when the original iPad came out, I was tweeting like, my iPad just hit Anchorage or it's departing Shenzhen. And I was looking back and I was like, well, this was the stupidest thing I could have ever done. That uh, is but I remember amazing. April 3rd, it was a Saturday. It was a weird Saturday delivery when the first iPad came out. And I, uh, I remember that. It's one of those memories that just... I look back and I'm half mortified that I would post all that, but also like that was cool. So <laughs> sorry, I remember. There wow. you go. That's pretty. That's pretty great, Robert. That's pretty great. I did not have the first iPad, so I wasn't like you at all, waiting for it to show up. 
It would have been a surprise. I was maybe that's better. That <laughs> was better than uh, what I was doing. Alrighty, now, do you both remember what ship was powering the original A four? Yep, Robert A four. A4 chip, you guys got it. That was see, I gave you two easy ones. I'm so <laughs> proud of both of you. So proud. You're doing I just it. know I just know it was the first chip and I knew the first chip was A4, so there you go. Okay. Jesse, if you don't oh, by the way, if you don't have I'm gonna let you go through the trivia, but I actually just thought of a trivia question for the iPad that I will ask at the end of this, but let's I think I think you may have it. Let's just keep going. Okay, okay. Do you know the average number of iPads sold every single minute? Oh, uh, I'm gonna say like twelve hundred iPads a minute, huh? Twelve hundred iPads a minute. Oh, that's iPhone, I guess. That's too much. Oh, not a minute. Yeah, no, I'm going crazy now. Uh, I was gonna say, wow. Yeah, let's say twenty. I'll say like five. Okay. Both of you guys underselling the iPad here because it sells 79 iPads a minute. Wow. Now, good. bonus question. Bonus question. Do you know how many iPad Pro sell a minute? 25. Robert, you're so close. 27. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Now, th- those ones are a little bit more hard, so we're going to go back, make it a little easier again. Do you remember what the first tablet Apple released was? Newton. Newton. All right. The Newton. Good job. That is <laughs> complete. That's it. I'm going backwards here. But here's the fun, fun one. The Newton. There was a million Newton tablets that came out before it was canceled in 98. But they canceled a, another tablet because of Newton's really low sales. Oh. Do you know what tablet that was? Uh, I know that I happened. I just not. can't remember what it's called. And I was holding this in the entire time. Robert kept saying, when was the last time Apple canceled something that they announced? And I'm like, well, <sighs> I have it's one of them. It's in trivia. Well, <laughs> enlighten us. Yeah, enlighten I cannot us. think of it. it. Okay. It was a PowerBook Duo base tablet called the Penlight. Yeah. And that was supposed to come out at some... They were looking at 96, 97 as a release date. But because of Luton's really low sales, they decided to completely cancel after its announcement. And they came out with one more Newton and then said, all right, we're done with this. <laughs> and they got out of that. Hmm. And there's that. So you guys got, what, three? Three, I think. Three yeah. out of five today. Three out of six, I think. So good good job. Almost a failing grade, I think. But it's okay. <laughs> Fine. Either way. So here's, here's a random bonus question for you guys. Okay. Do you remember the one... And this is, I can't, I did not prep this, so I don't know if I can even ask this in a question form, but do you like remember the one really cool thing about the iPad that at the time was iPad specific that you immediately noticed when the iPad turned on, on the stage? Um, it was a photo frame. That's what I'm going for. That you immediately noticed when the iPad turned on on the stage. It's not, a, you can't overthink it. I just like vividly remember this because I thought it was the coolest thing. And it later came to, it was a feature, let me say this, a feature on the iPad that later came to iOS, oh. I think like that. Oh, year. wait, I know what it is. Wait, is it wallpapers? When the app. That's right. Oh, it was yeah. the ability to change your home screen, your uh, home screen wallpaper. You couldn't do that before. That's yeah. right. It was completely black. That's true. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize that was iPad specific. Wow. Yeah. For that first I- iPad, 
they had that cool it was like a lake with like a meteorite in the yeah. sky <laughs> yeah yep damn i just like remember like oh, i just remember when steve jobs like turned on i was like oh you can change the lock screen or the wall, home screen wallpaper how cool and yeah that and i just that was like one of those things cool. that steve jobs said or like when he said it it was like oh this is supposed to be more like a uh, desktop like it's not so much a it's not so much a phone like it does more and could you imagine now if you could not change the wall, the, the home screen on your phone, what if it was just stuck a black? <laughs> I've set my wallpaper to black a few times. It's kind of nice now because it like, it's just simple. But if you couldn't change it, that'd be crazy. But that, that used to we be... Would be although we wouldn't be getting crazy. all those questions of which wallpaper is that? That's true. It would make life a lot easier. Yeah. It's just the default. Even though I would say on the OLEDs, it's supposed to help save you a little bit of battery life. By the way, if you're wondering where we get our wallpapers just go to unsplash unsplash.com there you go bye thank you no more questions speaking of of wallpapers if you guys have questions for us you got a comment you really love the podcast you hate the podcast you can call us you can call the apple circle podcast hotline that has kind of become the craigslist line as of late that i'm hoping will now stop because i'm tired of getting all these craigslist uh <laughs> requests phone number is 949 949- Four four five zero eight six six nine four nine four four five zero eight six six. Give us a call. Let us know your name, where you're calling from, and then just like a question, a comment. You love the podcast. You hate the podcast. You got a question. Maybe you like you are debating getting AirPods too, and you got a specific question, or maybe you have a theory on why AirPower was canceled, or maybe you're an Apple employee and you have some insider information you want to keep anonymous. We can change your voice. We can do all that. We got the technology. Because you swore that um, person's like, calling. Yeah. I'd be surprised if an Apple employee was listening. But anyways, give us a call. Let us know what you guys think. Um, we appreciate it. We are astounded every week to see how many people actually download this podcast. It is a humbling experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we have a lot of fun doing it, so we are very happy to be in your ears, in your cars, with you everywhere. So thanks for listening. Uh, guys, anything else before we, we call it quits today? I that's it. I have our, uh, our, if you made it to the end of the podcast, tweet at us. Oh, there word. you go. There you go. Yeah, because these have been working out pretty well. I've been liking them. They're fun. So in honor of the fact that I just watched this movie again, and I freaking love this movie, and... Uh, yeah, I'm just obsessed. Uh, the If you made it to the end of the podcast and you want us to follow you on Twitter and, and talk to you and reply and all that kind of stuff, tweet at us, Miles Morales, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll tweet at you. <laughs> I'm just saying, End of the Spider-Verse, amazing movie. I freaking love it. Yeah, so good. It's great. Anyways, that's it. There you us. go. All right. Uh, I guess we'll that we will see you next week. Thanks, everyone, to listening. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye.